According to President Biden, conservative mega-Republicans are a threat to this country. What no foreign nation could do to us in war is being done by our government. This is Bob Boyd. And Jerry Boyd. This is Issues in Education. The President of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, the Commander-in-Chief of all our military, and head of all the federal agencies, the IRS, FBI, CIA, this man is calling patriot conservatives extremists. Biden speaks about his fellow Americans the same way that President Bush spoke about actual terrorists. President Biden gave the most dangerous and hate-filled divisive speech ever given by an American president. Joe Biden said that Trump and his supporters, who he calls mega Republicans, that is, make America great again, Republicans, are an extremist threat to the very foundations of our nation. That includes more than 75 million Americans. That's half the voting population. Biden gave this warlike speech against all who oppose him and his agenda in Philadelphia, of all places, the birthplace of America, at Independence Hall the place where our Constitution was written. And he gave the speech and he called MAGA Republicans the greatest threat to democracy. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans are a threat to the very foundations of our nation. His speech was carefully designed to demonize or criminalize conservatives. Charlie Kirk is the founder of Turning Point USA and radio talk show host who goes into the breeding grounds at Marxist American universities. He tries to give a counterbalance about our true American history. Charlie Kirk says that this speech by President Joe Biden is equivalent to, get this, declaring war on conservative, patriotic, freedom-loving Americans. Here's Charlie Kirk. He chooses to give this speech at Independence Hall. This beautiful Independence Hall was desecrated. And the moment that Joe Biden walks on stage, the entire imagery turns red with red lights going upwards. And two Marines come out and flank him. And the imagery looked like something out of the 1930s. And I don't say this lightly. I can't stand when everyone compares everything to Nazi Germany. I think that is overdone, which is not to compare everything to Hitler. But I'll be very honest. It was very Hitlerian. There is no other explanation than this. Flanked by two Marines. No mistake for that, by the way. That was completely and totally designed. As if I run the military, listen to what I'm saying. We're going to use the full force of the federal government against you. We are going to crush our enemies. The best way I can articulate this, and I do not use these words lightly. I do not say this jokingly, and I do not say this happily. It was a domestic call for the suppression of political opponents. It was almost like a declaration of war against half the country. Biden, in essence, declared war on Trump supporters who he calls a danger to the democracy. This is a classic projection of a senile and corrupt politician desperate to hold on to power. Charlie Kirk said that Biden's appearance and words look a lot like Hitler's rise to power in the 1930s. Charlie Kirk says the same strategy is being used here to divide people into us versus them. One of the steps to genocide is classification and segregation of the specific population. The 10 stages of genocide. The first step is classification. People are divided into us and them. Would that be happening right now? Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans 
represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. That the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. The speech was nothing short of demonic. It just was. The spiritual energy around the entire speech was dark and was from from an unclean place. From an unclean place, like the pit of hell. Do you hear what the President of the United States is saying? That conservative Republicans are a threat to our country? Are we now a greater threat to our nation than our real enemies like communists in Russia and China? Is the president now going to declare war against us? Charlie Kirk talks about how the feds plan to attack us through intimidation, confiscation and imprisonment and dehumanization. He says it is already happening. People begin to face systemic discrimination, such as being kicked off of your banking because you're a MAGA supporter, happening. Not being able to get access to loans or going to school because you're white, happening. Fourth, dehumanization. People equated with animals, vermin, or diseases. Democrat commentators comparing us to deplorables. Calling us semi-fascists. Half the country semi-fascists. Or smelly Walmart people certainly sounds like dehumanization. The government creates special groups, police or military, to enforce the policies, like the Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Board, the Federal Bureau of Investigation's Task Force on Domestic Violent Extremism. You see, the national security state that used to always be focused on Iraq and Afghanistan is now pointing the guns inwardly. And I have to just say, Ron Paul said that all of the domestic tools that will be used against Osama bin Laden's allies or be used against al-Qaeda will one day be used against constitutional patriots. That same national security agency, the NSA, the FBI, the CIA, the guns are now pointed domestically. This is amazing. The federal agencies like the CIA, the FBI, Homeland Security, the NSA are pointing their guns inwardly toward us. Constitutional conservatives, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the Biden spokeswoman, makes it very clear the definition of fascism, which is Nazism, are the mega Republicans. Look, I was very clear when laying out and defining what MAGA Republicans have done, and you look at the definition of fascism, and you think about uh, what they're doing in, in attacking our democracy, what they're doing in taking away our freedoms, wanting to take away our rights our voting rights. I mean, that is what that is. Taking away voting rights? Where? When? She gives no specifics. Is she referring to requiring an ID before voting to avoid illegals voting or dead people or double voting? That's not voter suppression. But when you require an ID to vote, you stop Democrats from cheating, and that's not acceptable to them. Liberal Democrats and their lapdogs in the media loved Biden's speech. Liberals support Biden's equating Trump with Hitler. We are watching right now a very radical and extreme Republican Party mirror what we have seen in other places like Nazi Germany. That's what the warning signs are that we're seeing from the president right now. He is ringing the bell that we need to check in. Pay attention, because this is a very dangerous line that the Republican Party is under full embrace of autocratic ways and means is nothing but disastrous. It's interesting how Marxists accuse us of what they want to do. Autocracy is the goal of Marxists. That's for sure. The stage is being set by Marxists to go after Trump supporters. Marxists do not give up power easily or voluntarily. The ladies on the Fox TV show 
outnumbered, say Biden isn't all there. And it's obvious when you see all these clips. Kaylee McInerney was Trump's press secretary, and she's on outnumbered. I could not believe what I watched. The best description that came to mind was split personality disorder. Because on one hand, you had Biden saying half the country is a threat to democracy. We're clear and present danger to society. But let's unite and let's not demonize our fellow man. Which Biden is real? One or two? I don't know. Well, what I heard is let's unite against people that support Donald Trump, which is 74 million plus Americans, probably many more after last night. But I just want to explain to those that aren't familiar of what a mega Republican is, because I don't think the Democrats, I don't think Joe Biden has it straight. A mega Republican is not an extremist. It's not somebody who denies elections. A mega Republican is somebody who loves their country, loves their family, wants their country to come first, loves law enforcement, loves the military. It's those forgotten Americans in the heartland of our country that work hard every single day, don't ask for much from anybody, do their thing, want the government to be as small as possible, and they united behind Donald Trump because he brought that message. That's what a mega Republican is, and the fact that our sitting president used our tax dollars to stand there and say what he said, flanked by Marines no less who also love their country, was disgusting to so many Americans on the right and on the left. I truly believe that. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I've been to Trump rallies. Some of the best people you meet in this country, nonviolent, friendly, happy, pro-American people. And you have Joe Biden classifying 74 million Americans as extremists, as fascists. When you have extremists, fascists, terrorists that are half of America, you have to use every resource available to take them out, whether it's the government, media, law enforcement, they need to be rooted out of this society. And so Joe Biden is, I think, setting the stage for a war against half of America, because if you want to fundamentally transform America, you can't have 74 million people standing in your way. This is the predicate to making sure they have the backdrop to go after every single Trump supporter. Biden says he wants to unite America and then calls half the population enemies. But let's unite conservatives and especially Christians better get out and vote. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards, you bet, when the economy was vibrant and not in recession, with trillions of dollars being squandered by a corrupt Democrat majority. When the border was sealed, when America was an exporter of oil. Sure, we'll go back to that. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose. No right to choose? To do what? Kill your baby? What choice does the baby have? Choose? No, there's more choice for individual states to choose now than ever before. No right to privacy. No right to contraception. No right to marry who you love. What's he talking about? Same-sex marriage is still legal as far as I know. They promote authoritarian leaders. Authoritarian leaders? And that's coming from a tyrannical demagogue like Biden who wants to be a dictator? Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And that is a threat to this country. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. Then they fan the flames of political violence. What fans the flames of political violence more than labeling half the country enemies of the republic? This drives people that are prone to violence to go after MAGA Republicans. He's encouraging half of the population to see the other half as traitors. And then he says he's for unity. What hypocrisy.
Stephen Miller is a former advisor and speechwriter to President Trump. Listen to Stephen Miller tell us how Biden accuses us of what he and other Marxists are truly guilty of. President Biden gave the speech of a dictator in the style of a dictator, in the visual of a dictator, using the words of a dictator. This was his enemies of the state speech. And like every other radical Marxist tyrant, he accused his opponents of being fascist while he engages in repressive authoritarian behavior. He's the one who is forcing Americans against their will to take a vaccine. He is the one who has violated our Constitution to open our nation's borders. He is the one interfering in the sacred relationship between parent and child to try to force dangerous medicine, puberty blockers, hormones on our little kids. He's the one whose government raided the home of his chief political opponent in a fashion that violates the entire constitutional order because President Trump has the absolute right to decide what is or isn't in the national security interest when he leaves the White House. All of those things, all of them, are the behavior of a tyrant. And this speech, this speech is the moment that Biden crossed the Rubicon and he ceased to be, he ceased to be a man who could even pretend, could even claim that he has the interests of this country at heart. And he is truly and irrevocably now committed to splitting this country in two and beginning an era of division and an era of hatred that will wound our soul if it is not repaired for generations to come. Americans made a big mistake giving power to the Marxists when they could have kept America on the right track. President Trump poured out his heart, his soul, his spirit every day to build a better America for everyone in this country, a safer, more prosperous America. While Democrats in the deep state launched an illegal operation to take him out that is now in its sixth year. Stephen Miller says President Biden is committed to dividing our nation to create division and hatred. And that's what Marxists do, to create a Marxist revolution. And so many of us thought it could never happen here. Biden uses the words of a dictator using the platform of a dictator with the Marines behind him and dramatic red illumination as he raises his fist in anger against true American patriots. This is what tyrants look like. Ben Shapiro is a really smart guy. Ben Shapiro graduated from Harvard Law School and then at age 17 he became the youngest syndicated columnist in America and his first book was called Brainwashed. How Universities Indoctrinate America's Youth. The President of the United States gave the most dangerous speech I've ever heard from an American president. Truly. This is the single worst piece of presidential image making I have ever seen in my entire life. Especially when he's declaring, I'm here in defense of democracy and now I'm going to yell at you about how everyone who opposes me is an enemy of democracy. It is all the dictators that you have ever seen in film or on screen basically rolled into one and then wrapped into an image. When you look at this image of Joe Biden, we're talking about the dark outfit, the blood red background, and Joe Biden is standing at the podium. He is screaming at the top of his lungs. He's gripping his fists up in the air. Behind him is Independence Hall, the site of the Declaration of Independence. You know, the site that it really is known for liberty, for democracy and legality. And we put the president looks angry and demonic. And then put a couple of Marines behind him to look like military force is what is backing him. So Joe Biden gave a speech, and the speech was designed to attack all of his political opponents and treat them as enemies of the state. That's what this speech was designed to do. 
Joe Biden basically gave you two messages. One, everyone who opposes me is an enemy of the state. And two, violence is wrong. I think this is more likely to result in acts of violence that Joe Biden is then going to use as a case to run in 2024. I mean, this is extraordinarily dark stuff. Really dark, really creepy. There's a reason that satanic, demonic, and pure evil were all trending on Twitter last night because the imagery associated with this speech. Because what Joe Biden said last night is the most dangerous thing I have seen an American president say about half the country ever in my life. The president of the United States saying that half the country, more than half, that disagrees with him. These are people who are associated with pure evil. He speaks about his fellow Americans the way that George W. Bush spoke about al-Qaeda. I want him to speak in his own words. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And that is a threat to this country. What he is doing right here, extremist threats to the country. The answer usually to extremist threats to the country is you drone them or arrest them. That's usually what you do. If you said there's an extremist threat from abroad to the very soul of the republic, that would usually amount to military response. When he says the MAGA Republicans, who is he talking about? Is he talking about the 74 million people who voted for Donald Trump? Is he talking about even beyond that? Anyone who opposes his agenda now, if you're a pro-life person, you're in league with the MAGA Republicans, maybe you're a threat to the country. If you don't believe in him spending half a trillion dollars minimum on an unconstitutional student loan ballot, if you don't believe the Democrats have the power to shut down schools and shut down your businesses on the basis of a fake emergency, if you don't believe those things, are you a MAGA Republican or are you not? The only people who are the good Republicans are the Republicans who do what he wants. Those are the people who are not a threat. Everybody else, a threat. George W. Bush said that about actual terrorists. Joe Biden says that about domestic Americans who oppose his political agenda. If you do not work with Joe Biden, well, then he is going to unleash the power of his administration against you because you are a threat to the republic. You, you, the person who doesn't like his agenda. If you are a person who believes in the right to life for unborn human beings, you are a MAGA extremist determined to take America backwards. Right now, we've had a spate of church burnings and bombings and pro-life clinics that have been attacked. And this administration has done nothing about those things. Dead silence about all of that. We had a person who tried to assassinate Justice Brett Kavanaugh in his home. And you're saying that the opposition are the people who are fanning the flames of political... By the way, what fans the flames of political violence more than literally labeling half the country from the podium of the President of the United States enemies of the Republic? MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They fan the flames of political violence. And that's exactly what he's doing. This He's like, I oppose political violence. Also, all of my opponents are basically akin to domestic terrorists. You're driving people who may be prone to violence to actually take up arms and commit acts of violence. There's no question that's what he's doing here in the most cynical possible way, because then if God forbid there is violence, He's going to then attribute that to all of his political opposition. It's a cynical and despicable play from a guy who's now proclaiming that he's he's there for unity. My whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people, uniting our nation. Typically in America, when people attack our democracy, that's criminal behavior. He's encouraging half the population to see the other half of the population as actual criminals and traitors. And the hypocrisy of the speech, the things that he says about his political opponent that apply mostly to him, while labeling half of the American population traitors to the country, he then suggests that he is here for unity. It's enough to make you vomit. It's truly stomach-churning. Everyone he opposes is bad. You're either with him or you're with them. You're with us or you're with the MAGA extremists. Here's Joe Biden. It's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy. America must choose to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. Together, we can choose a different path forward to the future. This stuff sounded better in the original German. That's a funny line Ben Shapiro said, sounded better in the original German. But there is an element of truth to that. 
It's the same spirit that lied to the German people through Adolf Hitler, who said, tell a big lie often enough and people will believe it. That's what Marxists do. They lie and then they accuse their enemies of doing the very thing they're guilty of. When he says, my opponents, they stoke fear, division and darkness, flanked by members of the military and a blood red background. He is so nonspecific about the people he is talking about that it literally includes everyone who is pro-life, every single person who's pro-traditional marriage. Every single person who opposes the transing of the children, all those people are people who live in the shadow of lies. All the stuff he says that his opponents believe, the projection here is epic levels of projection. But don't worry, he's going to call on all of us to come together. We're going to come together around fighting the internal enemy. We're going to come together around you ratting on your neighbors. You never know. It might be a member of your family. It might be you. You might have to report yourself. I'm asking our nation to come together, uniting our people. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. There are only two ways to achieve unity. One, you accept that some people disagree with you and you move on. Two, you purge. I think it's pretty clear which direction Joe Biden prefers. We are the United States of America. The United States of America. And may God protect all those who stand watch over our democracy. 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 I love democracy. How did the media celebrate this speech? Well, the way that you would think. I really thought this was a fascinating bit of presidential stagecraft. It was a very, very patriotic speech. And I couldn't agree more with what he said. He talked about a kind of coalition of those of goodwill coming together to unite to defend democracy. He literally framed this as a battle between light and darkness. And he called on Americans to come together despite their political differences. Yes, our media. It's all about coming together. That's what it was. It was all about patriotism. Joe Biden, he was going to restore unity in the country. And then he gave that speech. If you trust this man with power, if you trust this man again with power and his party with power, I don't know what you are thinking. It is a dark time in American history. That dark time is not going to be alleviated by a president of the United States with actual authoritarian ambitions speaking falsely on behalf of democracy and equality while ripping half the country as actual moral enemies. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We the people will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. We the people, go after your neighbor, go after him. That's how we unite. We unite by coming together as a mob and going after that guy who voted the other way in the last election cycle. That guy, he probably hates democracy. The best thing we can do, we got to go after him. We got to ruin him. We got to use the power of the state to quash him. That's how we achieve unity. Here is Joe Biden saying that my political opponents are extremists, which is the word that we used to use for terrorists, domestic extremists who hate democracy and want to destroy the fundamentals of the republic. They're semi-fascists. They're quasi-Nazis. Quasi-Nazis, enemies of the state. You'd expect Biden to say that he's called out the military to arrest those quasi-Nazis and take them to re-education camps so this threat to our democracy could come to an end. You would think that the media would be all over this radical speech by our first quasi-dictator, but no, the media has become an unthinking puppet of the Democrats. Democrat Party, just as the FBI and the DOJ have become the enforcement arm of the Democrat Party. But media around other parts of the world see plainly what's happening here. 
Here's a cut from an Australian news network. The most important thing about this story is it discloses that so many journalists, so-called progressive journalists, are willing to go along with what is effectively declaring war on half of the country, on 70 million people who voted for Donald Trump, willing to overlook this gross corrosion of American democracy because it suits their particular narrative. I think this is probably the most disturbing speech I've seen out of any, certainly in the US, in my entire life. This is a sign that the US could be in civil war by the end of the decade. I think sadly, and I say this as a millennial who's grown up his entire life enjoying the very best of the fruits of the era of the US supremacy, a shown of a sign of civilizational twilight in America. This should have every journalist, journalists who are supposed to value free speech and mm. open debate, they should be yelling from the rooftops that this is a very, very, very toxic element in American discourse. The fact that they don't shows how far gone uh, certain parts of the media are in the US and indeed around the world. And this feels like a way to limit the discourse and intentionally mark anybody that voted for him as being, uh, quite honestly, a threat to democracy was effectively what he was saying. The fact that the media doesn't see the danger of calling half the country enemies of the state because they don't have the same ideas that Biden has is a sure recipe for civil war. We are in a battle for America's future, and as the left is becoming more desperate than ever to hold on to power, millions of our fellow citizens are waking up to what is ahead if we don't take back our government. So we need to get out and vote conservatively this November. That's for sure. As Paul the Apostle wrote, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world, but they have divine power to demolish strongholds. One of the greatest weapons we have is the power of prayer. We need to pray and then put those prayers into action by being involved in the political process. Our rights do come from God, not government, but government can protect or eliminate those rights. Politics is a useful tool in the hands of Almighty God and His righteous people. If you would like a CD copy of today's program, please ask for 1800 Patriots or Enemies of the State, Part 1. That's number 1800 Patriots or Enemies of the State, Part 1. The CD also includes next week's program, Part 2. You can order a CD copy of today's program from our website. Our website is issuesineducation.org. That's issuesineducation.org. And please do give us a call at 928-776-0000. That's 928-776-0000. From Proverbs 29, verse 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. For Issues in Education, this has been Bob and Jerry Boyd.